Hi, my name is Mike LaHood, midfielder for New York Cosmos, and you're listening to First Team Podcast. With your host, John Frashante. I am joined by the one and only Caesar Trellis. He uh, is the man, and uh, I'm joined by him. Uh, how are you tonight, Caesar? Good, man. What's going on there, John? Thanks for having me on again, man. It's always uh, always fun to be on here and uh, talk Cosmos. Yeah, we're just going to talk about the rally, talk about uh, the future of the stadium, because at the moment it doesn't look bright, but I know uh, you are trying to... Uh, to get it approved, Caesar is leading the charge or at the rally and on match days, uh, and ha- and he has a petition for everyone to sign. So, can you talk about the rally and was it a success? Oh, the rally! I think if 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 you look at it and you measure it in terms of people attended, it was definitely a success. Um, you know, the rally was held this past Tuesday afternoon. Um, I personally think it was a great success because a it was on a Tuesday afternoon at five o'clock, which is which is very difficult for a lot of people to make. Um, and b the weather was ominous the whole afternoon. As a matter of fact, it was raining I think the whole day till about three o'clock the afternoon. And even throughout the whole rally, it was gray. There were clouds overhead. It looked like it was going to rain any minute. And despite all that, you know, they still managed to draw about two hundred people in total. Um, lots of media was there. News 12, Fox 5, One World Sports, um, so many newspapers mm-hmm. um, were there. So a lot of media got to cover it. And what they did see was a lot of support, like I said, about 200 people, um, some very vocal uh, folks there really expressing themselves, chanting, we want the stadium, we want it now. You know, it was, it was really good to see. Um, and I think it just goes to show that, you know, there's still a lot of support out there. Um, so, you know, and, and the support was not just coming from one type of person. It was, there was obviously a lot of union guys, guys that are obviously poised to get these jobs if the stadium is approved. Um, it was attended by a lot of residents who had their own signs, you know, that spoke to the extent of family fun and whatnot. And there were supporters there like myself, um, that were out in force and chanting along. And there were some members of, uh, the front office as well. So I think you had a, a nice, spectrum of people attending and supporting state. We'll talk about the front office a bit later in the show, but let's talk about uh, some local politicians. So I want to know if any local politicians were there, uh, maybe them that were on side with the proposal, or maybe some people that weren't on board. Maybe they uh, sort of got accustomed to the proposal and saw how many people really want to see this happen. 
Yeah, I, I don't think there were any politicians, and, and I apologize if I wasn't paying attention and there were, but I, I <laughs> the thing, most of the demonstration, I was walking around with that petition mm-hmm. as, as, as the people were giving their speeches and rallies and uh, the, the, the crowd was listening. I was just kind of weaving in and out of the crowd and quietly just getting names. So if there were politicians there, I apologize. I, I didn't see or hear any, but I know there was um, obviously a lot of union members um, a couple of uh, community uh, organizers. Um, I know there was one community organizer who was against it. Um, he was very passionate. He actually spoke. He got on, on the megaphone. And now he's for it. Um, I know he was against it because I coincidentally am a part of a community group on Facebook um, that is constantly debating the, the pros and cons of the stadium. And they were actually very upset when they found out that this job, I don't want to call out his name because I don't want to make a big scene, but after the rally, they were upset that he actually vocally came forward and spoke. He actually was covered by News 12 and everything, and they were like, oh, wow, he, he, you know, he, he turned sides. Before he was against it like a year or two ago, but now he's for it. Mm-hmm. So it just shows that I think the more that's known about this project, it, it does have the capability of turning people's opinions on it. So um, that was positive to see. Um, I'm trying to think. There was also a local business, a couple of local business owners from from the area uh-huh. that were there and supported it. Um, so that's just another facet in terms of the type of people that are in support of it. So it was uh, it was good to see. Good to see. Well, it's great to hear that. Uh not just as one person, because I feel a lot of people were against it, uh, but once maybe Caesar or someone else like this rally, uh, they come together and finally understand the ambitions of this project and how great uh, this project is for the uh, community. No, absolutely. And, and you know, what, what was, was great to see was, even though I mentioned that there were residents there mm-hmm. um, at the rally, it was very intriguing to see, I guess, you know, again, Tuesday at 5 o'clock, a, maybe the word didn't get out too well, or B, people were just getting home at 5.30, 6 o'clock, but right around 6 o'clock when the rally was, was tying up, you saw members that, because this rally was held kind of on the outskirts of the proposed stadium site, literally on a block where there were residential houses. So my point is, as the rally was wrapping up, people that were getting home from work who were interested in the rally were just kind of walking up and, and say, hey, what's going on here, you know, and you tell them, oh, the rally sports stage is wrapping up. And, and, and you know, they, they were obviously supportive of it. And it was great to see them, albeit, come at the end. Again, houses that were right up and along the, on the outskirts of the proposed stadium site are in favor. So, you know, it's, it's, it's great to see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Robert Brodsky on Twitter, he covers uh, the local community for Newsday, and he tweeted uh, right after – or. During the event, he tweeted, uh, after the state began re-engaging with bidders last year, Stover said he is no longer looking at other sites, now expects a decision soon. We always hear this, that a decision is coming soon. uh, And when you hear Eric Stover saying that he's not looking at any other locations, that sort of means that the organization sort of knows that maybe something really is finally coming soon. Caesar, what is your take on this? I don't think they know anything definitive. I mean, uh, and even if they did, I don't think they would tip their hand and, and be that confident to, to say anything without, you know, on state's approval. But I think, you know, from what 
Eric has, has said, it's, it's, it's the nature of the questions and the things that they're asking and, mm-hmm. and, and I guess the rhetoric that's going on, the conversations, whereas before, prior to the end of 2015, as you know, you know he, he kind of, you know, maybe called the state's bluff and, and said, hey, look, if you don't make a decision, I'm out of here. We're going to look elsewhere. Yeah. But then, as, as you know, in 2015, he came back and they said, well, give us a new proposal. Um, you know, for Parcel B, <clears throat> and what happened was they started to move and they started to ask more questions, more relevant questions, not just show me a proposal, you know, other other questions that had to do with, okay, if you were chosen, tell me how this is going to play out. Tell me how that's going to play out. Whereas prior to December 2015, they were silent. There was just nothing. So the fact that they're getting feedback and more questions, more uh, useful questions, more meaningful questions is is why I think Eric is is saying, okay, we're all in here. You know, we're, we're, this is the site that we're waiting on, and, and not until they make a decision do I think they will. Uh, and then when I say decision, it could mean that they don't pick the Cosmos Stadium. You know, it could mean they pick elsewhere. But so not until they make a decision will they even consider looking at another location for a permanent home. I, I, I say permanent because I know he's talked about temporary homes in the last couple of days. Yeah, let's get uh, to uh, discuss the discussion of a temporary home, a second temporary home, because we have Hofstra at the moment, uh, and that's not really getting it done for us at the moment because there's a lot of scheduling issues. There's tons of Sunday Sunday match days, and I know Eric Stover, I know the Cosmos are not very excited about those days on the schedule, uh, and two. There's a lot of U.S. Open Cup matches that we would like to host there as well and host other events. So I feel like Hofstra is holding the club back and they didn't expect to be there at the moment uh, because if everything went according to plan, the Cosmos will be in their new stadium uh, right now. So that's sort of sad to hear, but uh, it is the reality. There has been a lot a lot of uh, stadiums thrown around where the Cosmos can play next season because that seems to be the rumor going around that the club is looking for another home next season. A lot of people have been throwing out MCU Park, Randall Island. Caesar said off the recording, he said maybe City Field, which I think a lot of people on Twitter have been throwing around as well. So where do you realistically see uh, the Cosmos maybe playing next season if they don't play at Hofstra? Realistically, although I'm not a huge fan of it, I would say that they could probably play at Mitchell Field, uh, which, as you know, is pretty much in the shadow of Hofstra. Um, And it's right next to where the Cosmos train now. It's like two Um, minutes away from Hofstra, yeah. I'm sorry? It's like two minutes away from Hofstra. Yeah, literally. You you cross into Trump Lake, and, you know, like you said, two-minute drive, and you're there. So, um, you know, that's that's a possibility because of the seating structure. You know, it's 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 more suitable for the for the amount of people that they're getting these days. Um, and, and I don't know if it's been discussed, but I just want to throw out there the reason why he's looking at at Mitchell Field, at NCU's, at any other locations is because of that technology turf, um, that turf technology, I should say, that has come out in Oklahoma. Um, it's 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 turf that you put down and um, Prior to this turf being made available, 
Nobody liked Mitchell Field. I mean, Eric has, has said, Stover said, you know, hey, we hate Mitchell Field. I mean, the guy won't even practice on it, you know, but we should put this turf down. Um, logistically, I think it's a, it's a stadium that makes sense for them. Um, it's in Long Island. It's, it's again, the seating capacity is right around the range where they're drawing in right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that makes sense. I think that's where they would end up. Um, in terms of other fields, MCU Park, um, again, that's a baseball diamond. They didn't draw too well in attendance there in the last two games that they had last year. I mean, a playoff game was one of them. Personally, I like it as a supporter because I think, you know, hey, we can get beer in our seats and, and we have a little bit more freedom there. But um, based on the history of drawing people there, I, I don't know if the Cosmos would take a, a gamble in MCU Park. Um, and then, like, like you said, I said off, off air previously, I think City Field's a good fit because um, it's in Queens. And I think Queens is a market that the Cosmos should still go after aggressively. So, um, you know, hopefully, again, if they bring that turf in, put it down on the grass at City Field, and it's, it's easily accessible by subways along our railroads, I think they could draw a, a good amount of fans there. Talking about Mitchell Field, I know it's not the best home, uh, but I feel the Cosmos would have a bit more control over that over that facility, and if, like what Eric Silver said and Caesar touched on, if they put sort of like their own turf on it and the players sort of enjoy playing on it, like what Ray OKC does, and the turf at the moment at Mitchell Field, it, it's not really that good. I played on it with the uh, the media game. It was really bad, uh, and there's so much writing on it. You, you have the Nassau County logo on, on the field at the moment, uh, so... It's not in the best of shape, uh, but I think if the Cosmos sort of make it their perfect home, I think it might work. Yeah, I mean, um, but, but but who knows? You know, who knows what direction they're going to go? Um, you know, these are all hypotheticals right now, but personally, I think the Mitchell Field and City Field location should be the best. Now, obviously, City Field is tough because you got to work around the next schedule as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but. Who knows? We'll see where it goes. MCU Park, there wouldn't be that much scheduling conflicts as well because uh, the Cyclone season doesn't start until June, I believe. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Season over there in Brooklyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So your schedule doesn't. So we would have like really deep into our fall season uh, before mm-hmm. they even start their season, and if they don't make the playoffs, then we have our stadium. MCU Park there uh, for the championship mm-hmm. as well. So I think that will be yeah. the second one. So if the Cosmos at the end of the season have a choice, right? So if it's mm-hmm. Mitchellfield or MCU Park, who are you going for? I mean, if, if it's me personally, I, I go for Mitchellfield. Um, but that's just because I think that it's more realistic in terms of numbers. And I, just me personally, it, it, it's closer to me. I just I, I don't want the Cosmos to go to a stadium where they're going to draw low attendance. You know, obviously, if, if you go to a stadium, that's why I like City Field, because I feel like they have a chance to really hit Queens there. <clears throat> it's not that far from Long Islanders either, although the flip side, uh, the other side of this coin, people would say, well, you're not drawing much in Long Island anyway, so why do you want to keep it there? <laughs> so, yeah. um, again, personally, me, I'd say Mitchell Field. Um, but majority of people may think otherwise and say MCU Park, you know, so. 
we'll see what happens. It's it's intriguing. It, it's I, I do the one thing I will agree on, and I will say is they have to get out of Hofstra. Um, yeah, I don't care where they go. Really, at the end of the day, just get the heck out of Hofstra. <laughs> so you're talking about Hofstra at the moment. So if we throw the scheduling conflicts away, right? What mm-hmm. is wrong in Hofstra in your mind at the moment? There's just so much. I mean, you, you said the scheduling, but if you throw that away, I mean, it's a college campus. Um, you're constrained by, obviously, the beer rules, um, and that takes away from the fan experience. You know, if you have adults over there and want to have an adult beverage, they got to miss the game because they got to go to beer garden. Um, <laughs> yeah. If you're there with family, you're sitting on bleachers that are very uncomfortable. Um, it's not easily accessible public transportation-wise. To hop on a yellow bus to get from Mineola is not really the most, It's a great concession that Cosmos gives, but it, it's not really a, a good way to get to a game. Yeah. Um, you know, I touched upon the... Yeah, obviously, it's a, it's a soccer... Uh, not a soccer field. It's a lacrosse field with, with lines all over it. Um... <laughs> It's 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 just uh, there's so much wrong about it. <laughs> I was watching the match. It's, it's obviously yeah. It's mm-hmm. obviously very far removed from from Queens and and you know other locations. So it's just it's just a lot wrong about it. And then obviously for supporters, you had the whole security issues. Um, we're very constrained as as to what we can do there. Um, but it's it's our home, and you know I think Geo in the past has has made mention and remarks that. The players are not thrilled about it, and they still have to deal with it, and they have to call it home and, and deal with it. And so, as supporters, we got to bear it too, I guess, you know? Yeah. I was watching the match last week against Carolina. I finally understood how it is so confusing to watch the match at Hofstra on the field. As Caesar said, there's so many lines. You have yellow lines. Yeah. You have yellow lines. You're, you're really thinking to yourself, what's going on on that field? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. really crazy out there. Um, but I feel like in the beginning, everyone sort of enjoyed Hofstra because it was our first couple of matches, our first season. And then now we're like, why are we still here? Uh, and But we touched on that because the stadium has not been approved. But hopefully it does get approved soon. But I sort of like your take on Hofstra. I totally understand on that one. But you sort of said that you like Mitchell Field. But don't you think that Mitchell Field sort of has the same problems as Hofstra? Uh, Mitchell Field's not a college campus. No, no, no. I meant the I meant the uh, sort of the train and the school bus because I feel like the Cosmos would still have that. Uh, you're yeah, not well connected that's, that's, within New York City. So that's what I was getting at there. That, that, that's definitely an issue. But I guess it depends on what side of the coin you're looking at. If 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 the Cosmos have given up on on reaching out and trying to market to Queens, and I'm not saying that they have. I'm just saying if that's how you're looking at it, and and you want to just focus on Long Island, the Mitchell Field is is obviously a Long Island location. Yes, you still have the transportation issues in terms of getting there, um, but you're out of the college stadium, and the only reason they would go to Mitch, the only way they would go to Mitchell Field is if they put down this turf. So obviously you eliminate the lines there. Um, but again, you can look at the other side of the coin and say, well, if Long Island hasn't been working, if you're averaging three, four thousand people a game so far, well, don't you think it's time to get out? So 
So, again, it really depends what side of the argument you're on. Um, again, me personally, it's Mitchell Field because I'm, I'm closer to it. But um, yeah. I, I could see the argument going both ways, Mitchell Field and, and, or, or getting out of Long Island. Don't you think the club needs the market a bit more? Because I think a lot of people don't really know that we're around, that we're back. You know what I mean? Don't you feel that within New York City sometimes? Do they need to market more in New York City? Yeah, because uh, I don't. Oh heck, oh, heck yeah! I mean, yeah. it's it's the marketing group. I mean, it's it's the front office has gone through changes, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I I don't know if it's it's just a little slow to it, but uh, slow to to get up to speed. But I think they could definitely use more marketing in the boroughs. Um, don't get me wrong; I think they do a good job. Uh, it feels like they do more of a grassroots uh, marketing campaign. But I think we're a big club. We're in the biggest city in the world, and we need to throw up some billboards somewhere. Like New York City FC, they they throw up billboards in Times Square. You know what I mean? If the Cosmos, I don't think they need to take it to that magnitude. But if you throw up billboards in a place where there's so much traffic, that will be huge for the New York Cosmos and their brand. Yeah, I think you know part of the issue is look, this club doesn't have the budget that. Um, and NYCFC has. Now, say what you want about that, and they've just thrown a ton of money out of marketing, and the Cosmos are not going to compete with that type of marketing budget. It's it's not realistic. So I guess they make do with what they have. What I, I don't know their budget numbers. I don't know what their marketing budget is, but they're making do with what they have. Um, I, I just wish they would concentrate more of that into Queens. Um, they've kind of chosen to kind of go the Long Island route, um, and, and again, I, I don't want to keep saying that Long Island's not working because we've averaged 3,000, 4,000 fans so far this year. To be honest, people don't like to look at it, but the weather has been a factor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you've had two games where it was below 40 with wins, and then you've had a, a complete washout this past weekend, you know, on a Sunday. And all three games were Sunday at 6 o'clock. So there is something to be said about the scheduling and, and the weather impacting the the attendance so far this year. Um, so my point there is maybe Long Island isn't so bad. I don't know. Let's wait to see when they have Saturday games um, and, you know, some nicer weather. Maybe their marketing in Long Island is working. I don't know. But putting that aside, I think it'd be better. If, I think it'd be more helpful for them if they put more marketing in Queens. I just don't see anything in Queens. So they should really get on the horse there and, and do a better job there whether it's on subway platforms, whether it's billboards, wherever there's high traffic, just, just put a couple of signs up. It's really, to me, it's really simple. And the Cosmos are all about growing their brand. And uh, mm-hmm. I sort of broke this morning. I found it on uh, iBar's website. Cosmos taking on iBar, La Liga's team right there. Uh, what did you yeah. say? Yeah. I mean, I think that's, that speaks to, I have no knowledge about this. So I'm just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to get your thoughts on it. Yeah, I think, you know, that kind of speaks to the relationships that they have with the Spanish League. Um, I would not be surprised if Marco Santa had something to do with this. You know, I mean, he, even though he's not on the team anymore, there was a lot of, you know, talk about him staying on kind of as a, as a liaison in Spain for the team, whether you want to call it an agent or a scout or, or just someone, you know, on the ground in Spain to, to – to talk and represent the club. So, 
you know, if, if, if Ibar is looking for a match in the U.S. when they're here, you know, who better to talk to the center who has ties to the club? You know, I mean, I think if you recall, you had Sebastian Gonzalez and Hunter Gorski go over to train with the team mm-hmm. last year uh, for about a few weeks. And uh, this is all good because, you know, they have this, this connection to La Liga in Spain. Uh, of course, don't forget Raul you know, was here for a year. Although um, I'm a little sour on Raul, so I don't know what his intentions are going forward with the club. My point there is, though, there's a lot of connections with La Liga, obviously, with the club. So they're leveraging this. They got a friendly out of it. I think it's great. Um, it's a shame it's in Vegas. But um, maybe some supporters <laughs> will, will take advantage and, and, and make a Vegas trip out of this. Who knows? Maybe the five points uh, I, I, get a nice I, I, trip to I the. Because I can fully imagine what that's going to be like. <laughs> yeah, do you think the five points are going down there? Just joking here, but uh, who, who knows, right, Caesar? I haven't even. This was the first time I thought about it, and that was my <laughs> reaction. I chuckled because I allowed myself to even think about it. You know, um, I haven't discussed it. Haven't even thought about it. But anything's possible. Yeah, it's going to be a great match, and it's just so exciting because the Cosmos on the field, especially within the league, they're playing great. Uh, this season has been the ups and downs, but uh, on the international stage, growing our brand, we're facing some great clubs. You know what I mean? We're we're going to face Ibar in Las Vegas. They're having their U.S. tour, and they're including the Cosmos. That's big. Uh, and I don't think they're including any MLS teams, so that's really crazy if if you think about it. Yeah, I mean, um, look, it's it's it just goes to speak to the global footprint that the Cosmos have. You know, I mean, uh, they're known all over the world. So, you know, this is the second team from La Liga that they'll be playing since the reboot. Um, it, it's, it's a great opportunity, you know, and it puts them in front of more uh, international eyes. And what I'm really looking forward to is when we can have a stadium we can call our own, we can finally host one of these clubs. Yeah, I mean, and that's, that's you know, I, I mentioned before that I've, I'm part of a uh, an online group in and around the Belmont community, and, and we, we've, we've had so many debates and discussions about whether the stadium is good for the community or not. And one of the things that the non-soccer fan that lives in the community doesn't realize is they, they continue to say, Oh, a home match. The Cosmos only play 20, 30 home matches a year. I'm like, you don't understand. I'm like, it's not just Cosmos home matches. I'm like, there's going to be international tournaments that are going to be able to call Belmont home. There's going to be World Cup qualifying matches that are going to call this home. You know, not not to go into too much detail with them because you're probably not soccer fans, but you have the potential for the Emirates Cup to come here. Yeah. There's so many, you know, things that this stadium could bring aside from Cosmos matches and it would bring so many international tourists in through the neighborhood to the community that otherwise probably would never have come over here. You know, so imagine the Cosmos playing the likes of PhD, Real Madrid, Arsenal, Benfica at their new right. stadium. That could be huge. Right. No, it's, 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 you can't even put, um, an amount of how big it is, you know, for the club and, for the exposure, um, and uh, I, I just I just hope it becomes a reality. You know, I hope that a lot of the folks there has been some opposition around the community. I will say that part of the reason I know this is because I live very close to the proposed stadium. So, um, but a lot of them just don't get it from a soccer perspective. You know, they just they just don't get the the impact that a soccer specific stadium could have. I mean, 
you look at MetLife, MetLife gets all these international tournaments and, and, and World Cup qualifiers, and it's a football field, right? Yeah. Um, it's sure it's a huge stadium, but I'm pretty sure, I, you know, a lot of these international clubs and international teams that come to MetLife would tell you, I'd rather play on the grass field in a soccer-specific stadium. And that's what the Cosmos Stadium would be. Yeah, they, they can host yeah. U.S. men's national team, maybe qualifiers, maybe international friendlies, anything that can bring another event uh, to the stadium. So uh, I want to thank Caesar for coming on. Uh, he's the best guy you can talk to about Cosmos News. He knows the happenings in New York Cosmos uh, country, if you will. Thank you. Thank you. I just wanted to, I wanted to touch upon, if, if I may. Yeah. Um, you, you talked about a petition that, you know, we had going around at the, um, at the rally this past Tuesday. Um, we are going to have that petition out there. It's not something that I created. I don't want to take credit. Um, there was a, a Five Points member, Kevin uh, Kenny, who actually came up with the idea and uh, brought it forward. I just kind of ran with it. Um, and then another one of our Five Points men- members, Matt, um, he actually was the one that wrote it. So I'd like to give him kudos you know, for, for bringing this petition to life. Um, I'm just kind of running with it right now. Because I'm crazy like that, I guess. I don't know. But um, <laughs> we are going to have this petition at the May 22nd home game. We'll have it in the park in, in, our, in the Five Points tailgate lot before the game. Um, I encourage anyone that's out there listening who's going to come to this match to come out to the tailgate, look for the petition, sign it. We, we got um, a lot of signatures at the rally. Um, a lot of the Five Point members have stepped up and taken copies of the petition home. You know, going to their coworkers and friends, and and, and really, we just yeah, the names that we could present this petition to Albany and say, "Hey, look, people want this. You know, make the decision already, and, and give the Cosmos the bid." So, you know, I mean, just my my point out here is, you know, if if you're coming out May 22nd, and most likely, you know, we'll we'll continue this on to, to the end of the spring season because um, there's really no urgency in getting these signatures to Albany. I mean, we waited three years. If you wait till June, it's 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 not the end of the world. Um, look for the petition. You know, I, I've been given permission to kind of go before the game and then halftime around the stadium to get signatures as well. So, if you see a couple of five point members with clipboards, just, just sign the petition. So, Caesar, can you give a specific number if you have it of how many signatures? So, are they in the thousands yet? Of the signatures? Yes. Well, we just started Let's Fast Sunday. We started the petition drive Sunday. I was just being optimistic. What's up? I said I, I was just being optimistic. Hopefully we got a lot of signatures. No, we, we don't have a thousand yet. Um, we probably have, a, uh, you know, probably half of that, right around four or five hundred signatures. That's great. Um, but again, you know, we, we, we had about 200 people at the rally on on Tuesday. And Sunday, unfortunately, you saw the weather. You saw the attendance. Yeah. Um, I I did not want to go around the stadium in in, in soaking wet weather conditions mm-hmm. with a with a petition. So we we did get a nice amount of names in the five points at the tailgate, and like I said, a lot of five points members have taken the petition back home, and we're we're starting to get some some signatures back. So um, we're right around five six hundred already, which is good. You know, being that this is the first week, um, and hopefully the May twenty second game, um, as well as the June home game. We'll, we'll get a lot of people out. Uh, we're bringing the petition to the viewing party this weekend at Buffalo Wild Wings, so we'll get more signatures there. But we're not going to stop. 
you know, wherever we can get signatures, we're, we're, we're going to go out and get that. Um, in no way do we want to feel complacent, even though we get a good amount of signatures. Um, sky's the limit in terms of how many numbers we can get. So um, I encourage everyone, don't, don't think that we don't need your signature. No, we need your signature and your friend's signature and so on and so on. So um, we have to really rally the numbers here. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, May 22nd against the Tampa Bay Rowdies. Hopefully, there is a, a nice crowd for that one. Hopefully, it is a great night uh, and great weather as well. Hopefully, we can put some shorts on, right, Caesar? Not the coat, not not the poncho or or whatever you're wearing to your recent Cosmos home matches. Yeah, I, I've been miserable this year in terms of, <laughs> you know, the, the clothes that I've been wearing, and it's just been miserable. I mean... Uh, I'm not miserable. I love hanging out with the five points and cheering on the team, but let's, let's face it, this weather's been brutal. Um, the last game, we were so I was soaking wet. I was I was hurting the next day. <laughs> but at so, least uh, yeah, the Cosmos won, right? Weather. Yes, they did. They did, and I wasn't hurting at the game. I was happy. But when you get to be my age, the next morning is kind of tough when you've been soaking wet the whole day. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks again, Caesar, for coming on. You can follow him at CosmosSoccerFan.com or follow his other Twitter account, right? What is it, at 5 Points NYC? It's not my Twitter account, but it is the 5 Points uh, Twitter account. It's 5 underscore P-O-I-N-T-S underscore NYC. That's 5 underscore Points NYC on Twitter and Instagram. Also, look for the 5 Points on Facebook. It's a public page as well. So. Yeah, that's a great follow right oh, there. You can wanted, find... Yes, Caesar? I wanted to mention there's actually a very good site on Facebook that we have. It's also a public page about the Cosmos Stadium. Um, it's, it's got so many articles about the stadium on there. I encourage you guys to do a Facebook search. It says Cosmos Stadium. It's a public page. Um, it's got everything, every news article on there. Obviously, all the pictures about the stadium. Uh, today, I posted a really good article about um, the Columbus Crew Stadium. I know. It's an MLS stadium. Who cares? But their plan is very similar to the Cosmos plan, proposed plan, privately financed. The beautiful thing about that article is it shows the stats and the numbers, uh, the economic impact of the stadium, which I think a lot of people take for granted. So it's good to see something that actually happened the way the Cosmos you know, stadium is envisioned. Um, so that's up on the Cosmos stadium site. So give that you know, a read and... Uh, you know, get more people to support the stadium by 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 reading about the Columbus Crew Stadium. Yeah, so uh, thank you for everyone t- tuning into the show. You can follow us on Twitter at One Team Pod. Uh, and as always, let's go New York Cosmos. Yeah, just want to give a shout out to the Five Points, the Borough Boys, the Benedict Cosmos, and the Cross Island yeah. Crew. Uh, yeah, it's New York Street and White. What we bleed, you see and fight. Indeed, it seems to be achieving. See, we do and did it right. Cosmo country loving, we above them. I'm just saying, all those lovely songs come and see it and I'm playing. The fact of it is, the rap from here, the tax, hash, and bliss. Reacts, tap, and we win. So fast, racking them in. Whether it's stacking the wing, going back to the tent, the mid, cutting the seams. It seems we see anything to be. We got a ball and a dream. Got a ball and a dream. We do. I'm new, it's true. Fact, Girl, down for you, no doubt they do Surrounding you with bad views Like shouting cues aloud to you without the dudes Out my crews, I'm tracking that's no excuse Each session and lesson is not about profession The work's the test and F's connected like a method Not breathless out the train and something's gotta be corrected Rushing and acceleration at the start's most suggested Infected with greatness, potential is spacious Out the world, just face it, the work becomes contagious Some may say we made it, but now we've just begun Sorry if you hate it, because I can tell you that I'm far from done